You are now listening to the sultry sounds of Soul Pumpkin Pumpkin on the 50th episode of the Super Agile Bros Podcast. Good day, evening, morning to our Super Agile family. This is your boy, Bradston on the mic. You already know what it is. And welcome to another episode of Super Agile Bros. Well, <laughs> this isn't just another episode of Super Agile Bros. This is a very special, beautiful, magnanimous, big-worded episode y'all gonna love. Uh, first, I'm gonna... A $5 gonna int- episode. A $5 episode. <laughs> I'm gonna introduce the brothers, and I'm gonna let y'all know what's going on after that. So first, my brother Kyle, welcome. How are you doing, sir? I heard your cackle in the background. How are you I'm doing, here. Sir? I'm here cackling. Represent. I'm feeling good, man. Represent. Five dollars in quarters rolled up. Let's go. Let's in go. In a sock. <laughs> in stock. In, <laughs> in a sock. Oh, in a sock. I thought you were saying it's super <laughs> agile, bro. Stocks. You know, hey. always plummeting. <laughs> always going lower. It crashed again. How could it crash again? Um, Get your super agile, bros. Coin. <laughs> Sap coin. <laughs> Sap coin. Get that. Sign. Hey, it's got a ring to it. Yes, and also has oh. a a ring to a <laughs> trying a pyramidic a pyra- <laughs> It has a pyramid to it, a pyramid structure situated with it. And of course, you hear the brother Steve. Steve, how are you doing today, sir? I'm great. I am sipping my still water and uh, enjoying the beautiful sunshine after a stormy day yesterday. Oh, really? Storming. Oh, yeah. Down. My power went out. It was actually really funny. I came home, and we were like, oh, it's about to start raining. And in the hallway, in our apartment complex, the power went out. No rain, no thunder, just winked out. Oh, my. And it was out for, like, hours. Oh, my. Hey, man, bring you back to your ancestors, how they used to live. Yeah, oh. I read on my Kindle, like a plebeian. <laughs> like our, our ancestors <laughs> did in the 1940s. <laughs> yeah. Look here, you plebeian. Um, dark times du- literally literally dark times so for those who are listening if you've gotten this far you're in for a treat today this marks a special day this marks episode 50 in our canon recordings okay mm-hmm. episode five zero in our un uncanon non-canonical timeline <laughs> whatever you want to call it this is episode 51 but in in our can in our canon that is super agile bros this is episode it's 50. episode 50 but it's our 51st episode <laughs> canonical <laughs> episode 50 so it's gonna be a little bit special i always say this is gonna be a little bit special today but really honestly today is gonna be cool because in the last 50 episodes or 51 episodes per se we okay. have have had the opportunity to grow our family, our super agile family, our super agile the brothers, family. our super agile sisters. Um, and we wanted to make this episode an ode to y'all. So we actually reached out to our Discord community and we asked them to share, you know, an ask me anything type question and a video for us to watch, which we did previously for us to talk about and to maybe even, you know, one day partake in what whatever that video may be um but uh yeah so today's gonna be a lot of discussing sharing talking and and a lot of the content for today has been derived from our community which is the best community here on the interwebs shout out to the discord peoples i love how you 
how weirdly vague you were when you said we partake of the video. It was a, <laughs> it's a trailer. They sent us trailers. I'll explain it. I'm it's just a sample. Not, I'm trying not to be too long winded. <laughs> So I just was like, and we did. We posted it on Facebook too. Oh yeah, Facebook, Facebook people! Shout out to you too. Hey, we got Never everybody there. in the building. Yo, you know all the social networks. You know the boy Zuck. He's uh, he liked our uh, Facebook page, so go out mm-hmm. there and join him. Uh, and when you did, when he did, we lost a billion dollars. <laughs> you know, you know. People he actually always... sent in a response to our survey too. <laughs> he did. You Zuck. But um, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. um, so yeah, let, let's get into. It. I mean, bef- before we get into it, you know, and get into the community questions, I did want to share at share, I guess, a moment. But I want to ask a question, really, for the brothers. What has been your favorite moments here in the last fifty episodes, or, or favorite conversation, or favorite, you know, offline conversation? What what is what has brought you back to the fifty episodes? Why? What has has stuck as a what do you call it a core memory for you oh, <laughs> in the last oh. fifty episodes? Um, I mean, I could start because I know you guys are probably thinking about it. Um, I think honestly, for me, uh, it was really honestly episode zero. You know, I think for those who haven't listened to episode zero, don't. But for, <laughs> for those who have, you'll understand <laughs> that there's a reason it's not canon. It's because literally it was not a plan to actually be recorded, you know, like in a real sense, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like or shared or shared with anybody ever. We literally were just like, hey, we're thinking about doing this podcast. Um, let's go ahead and like record an episode or no, no, re- just do a test recording. Honestly, it was just let's make there sure it was a test recording that became a test upload, that became <laughs> test, you know, uh, editing. Mm-hmm. and polishing it, it was literally the mvp on accident like <laughs> it was the proof yeah you know and literally like if you watch that episode or listen to it you kind of hear me ask the most out-of-pocket question what what does it mean to be a man it was literally just a way to get us talking so we could test our audio and we just kept talking and then we talked about zelda we talked about how borderlands 3 is trash and we just kept on going um, and now and we're still talking. Problems. To this day, we are talking about Borderlands Three being trash. So <laughs> I don't know. For me, it was special because it was like it, it kind of just showed that we have something special, you know. Like mm. we, even when we're not trying, we somehow make a thing that uh, has impact and meaning. So I don't know. For me, that was a special moment. That was that was day zero, and you know, I'm 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 proud. Of who we are as a brotherhood and what we've done so far, you know? So what about y'all yeah. fellas? What about y'all? So I don't know if I have like a particular moment, but I think the closest thing to that would probably be probably be if I had to like pick out an episode, it was the the strategy and planning that went into us watching the Tomorrow War and then talking about it. Like um because yeah, episode zero wasn't planned. But I felt like that one was like one of the first ones we were like, okay, this is the thing we're going to do. We're going to meet up and talk about it. And mm-hmm. we're going to make it like this big thing. And then like that was a super fun way to experience something that I otherwise wouldn't have. Because I had I'd heard about that movie, but I wasn't going to watch it. And like if I was going to watch it, I wasn't going to talk about it <laughs> with anybody. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell nobody. Yeah, so... 
So it was like the best of all the worlds that I didn't know that I needed. And I was like, okay, I look forward to doing this again with something else that I don't particularly care about. Because it like, I don't know, it, it was it was a fresh experience in every facet of the world. I mean, I've talked to you guys all the time anyway about random stuff. But this time it just, it hit a little bit different because mm. it was like, it, it stretched a little bit beyond ourselves. And then that was the first time we made like a reckless thumbnail. We put together <laughs> all this stuff, you know, to put on YouTube and, and Spotify. Mm. And I don't know, it, just, it felt real, I guess, at that point. And I was like, you know, if these dudes, if they're in, if the bros are down with it, then hey, let's 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 row this boat. Let's see how far we go. You know, and and I think it's kind of funny because that's actually very indicative of our relationship in general with each other. Because I think the way that that even came up was that we were just in the earlier episode we were just talking about stuff, and then I said, "Did y'all see Tomorrow World or Tomorrow War?" War. And y'all were like, "Better name." I was like, "Yo, son, we gotta watch that so we could talk about it on the podcast." And just like our personal slack channel that we have where we just share random videos and then we discuss them you know like one person finds a thing and you know i would like i think steve shared a few videos in our slack channel today or or when i was out of town that or or like kyle it doesn't even matter either one of them like i would never probably watch half of those videos but because they shared it you know and and they're talking about i'm like oh i want to see what this video is (laughs) you know and then we're all talking about it so i can feel that yeah yeah, it's like you take the most. I feel I'm in a few like online like chat room com- communities, I guess, like Discords and Slacks, and I feel like at any given point, there's usually like three people who are actually participating in a conversation, and so the Slack that I have with you guys is just those three people. It's us. <laughs> <laughs> the, key, the same three people every time. The key contributors are like, ah, let's leave this, this Discord. Start our own Discord. Hilarious. Yeah, let's just kick everyone out of our super agile bros Discord. It'll just be us. Like it was meant to be. <laughs> it's just oh, the snap. It's the private chat where you just <laughs> like you just, we just stretch the private chat to the whole <laughs> server. Yeah, man. No, I could feel that, cow. <laughs> How about you, Stevo? Man, I don't know why you guys keep ragging on episode zero. I stand by episode zero. <laughs> I think that is uh, exemplary. Work. I think we did a good job. We uploaded it for a reason, and yeah, exactly. Yeah. I also think that it it shows maybe a side of us in our conversations that sometimes can be maybe a little more lacking in the later episodes. So mm. I want to get back to the spirit of episode zero. You know what? I don't stand by mm. the aliens episode. <laughs> oh, that joke yeah. is so off the wall. Like, it was a good conversation. <laughs> it was fun. But, like, we've never done anything remotely like that since. We learned. We learned. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, are aliens real? I'm like, Brad, you can't ask that on a podcast. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, man, I was trying to see where we'd go, man. You know, it was, it was we early. Experimental days. We went where no man has gone Very before. experimental. Yeah, because those first, like, five to ten episodes were just us. Just like, hey, let's do a like origin story episode let's talk about aliens let's talk about a movie let's talk about because like episode zero and episode one are very similar you know because it's like oh let's just finish the conversation we didn't finish (laughs) yeah (laughs) episode zero part two you know we're we're the first couple episodes we were legitimately stumbling in the dark and falling (laughs) over bumping pinky toes on the sides of end tables like it was it was a rough a rough time (laughs) 
<laughs> I think, but to answer the actual question, I think uh, the parts I enjoy the most, I don't know if it's a specific episode, but I really enjoy roasting media mm. together with you guys. Like, I don't want this to be like a roast podcast where all we do is find things we don't like and talk trash and stuff like that. But doing it as we do it, you know, occasionally, even if it's not a whole, especially if it's not a whole episode, I really just like roasting randomly, you know, Random little little, t- little tidbits here and there. Yeah. Um, I'm all about that roasting life. That's my favorite. I'm just a negative person deep down. <laughs> no, I feel you. I just always like, I know I'm, I could be, I could be terrible. <laughs> you know, like, like <laughs> I remember in what, seventh grade, there's this girl who, or maybe it was eighth grade. There's this oh, girl no. who always used to like clown on me. She'd be like, oh, because I was short. Like, I was pretty short. I was like the second yeah. shortest, the most, the shortest person in my grade. She's like, oh, you're so small. I could put you in a Pringles can. I could, and she'd just oh, be going man. at me. You know, <laughs> <Got him. laughs> you know? This, this is Atlanta. So people had no, no, like, chill, right? Um, and, and she was a little bit larger. Let me just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I just never, you know, like, I'm like, I'm whatever, whatever. I wasn't ever trying to like, she was just, she was mean to me. I'm a jokey person, but I'm not mean to people. But she just kept going in That's on true. me. Going yeah, in I mean, on she me. had a crush on you. Uh, maybe, maybe. And I don't remember the exact joke. I used to know what it was, but I said something like, Okay, that's why you need to keep eating them sandwiches. The da da da, and I just went in on her, and she just started crying. I made one joke, oh. and I was like, "Ooh, I can never go that hard again." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was a good joke, whatever it was. I, I I recall I used to tell this story to friends, but I can't remember what it was. But uh, from that day, I've been like, I can't roast people too hard because I, I, you yeah, let it build up. Having a she was still a friend, and making her cry was like the worst. Worst day of my mm. life. One of the worst days. I, felt I mean, you're yeah. still talking about it, so yeah, it, it deeply touched you. It's a core trauma. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red marble. So, so let me yeah. ask, let me let me ask y'all this: What is your favorite episode, like, of our recording? Like, oh man, hands down, like, what's your favorite? Um, I actually have two. Um. Mm. The first one would be uh, the, um, gosh, League of Legends. I can't, I, as, Arcane. Arcane. I really enjoyed that Arcane episode because. It was a good one. It, it was it was deep, but I, I it kind of like you were saying, Steve, like you like when we roast. I just like anytime we're enthusiastic about something. And <laughs> um, sometimes that's in the roasting aspect <laughs> of a thing. But I felt like we were all very enthusiastic in the same way about arcane about how much we loved it and and it was like it's one it's very not very often that i feel like i have a conversation with somebody where they're as deep into something as i am you know and Mm. and i feel like that was a time where all three of us were like equally as like invested in arcane you know yeah and we all dig dug it we all cared about like oh what is the implications of this Oh, who are these characters? Why does it matter? It was, it, to me, one of my, definitely one of my favorite um, episodes to to have with y'all. One of my favorite conversations. And then I would say my runner-up would be the Bug Snacks episode. Because, hey. <laughs> because it's one of those episodes where, like, Steve wasn't able to record for whatever reason. And me and Kyle just happened to be playing Bug Snacks. Because we, we both were on it. 
And it was like, well, what can we talk about? Let's talk about Snacks since we both plan it. And I don't know. It, to me, Snacks is such a special experience and a special game. And I feel like that's another one of those conversations where we were very... It was like we got deeper and deeper and more enthusiastic <laughs> the more we talked about it. We started to realize yeah. the layers because you knew more information than I did on something. And I knew some more information on this. And then we looked at the Wikipedia and da-da-da-da. Uh, I don't know. I like deep conversations where, you know... Um, we're just having a good time, and 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 those two were definitely stand out for me. Hmm. I'll go next. Um, so I really enjoyed our conversation about our first anime, uh, and pretty much all of our anime conversations. Just because I've kind of mentioned this a little bit before, but there's nobody that I've been able to like talk to at length about anime, even though I've been interested in it. And like this has kind of reinvigorated that side of my life being part of the podcast where you guys are like super knowledgeable and intensely like into anime. I won't use the W word, but this man said we're intensely into anime. Intensely. It is it's intense for me. Maybe other people not so much, but like He called us lowercase weebs. Like that's what he was just like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) This man called us double V weebs. (laughs) Veebs. but you you inspire me to to want to know more about it but at the same time i am intimidated to even try to dive in because whenever you guys mention something new i'm both intrigued and like scared that i don't have enough time to actually watch it because it's a a thousand episodes and it's got a manga and i can't pronounce half of the things that it's just it's a whole new world to me and it's like it's really cool and so finding out you know where you you guys is where you guys started wasn't too far away from where i started was you know, it was it was it was nice to find that out because you mm-hmm. never know. You know, like if you get somebody start off on a you know a really high level anime, and I'm over here watching Pokemon. You know, but you guys kind of did. But anyway, Pokemon. I'm rambling a little bit now. But that's my first. That's my favorite episode. I think is because I, I learned. Let me new stop you there. Guys. Sorry, I I just picked a spot. You <laughs> were done. No. Yeah, I was done. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Amen. It's never uh, <laughs> never too late. <laughs> To be a true anime <laughs> fan. That's uh, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it's got to be true at some point, right? Uh, right. So my favorite episode, I think, I also like the anime episodes, um, and the arcane episode. I want to say one of my it's favorite grown. episodes was the Tomorrow War episode, actually. Mm. Um, and I don't know if it's because I like the movie or I did like the movie. Let me not come out here and be like it was my favorite but it just seemed like the movie fostered a lot of really interesting conversation with you guys and we all had points that like stood out to us and the questions we had and different interpretations and it wasn't like when we were roasting avatar when like you know we were really just focused on how bad it was and why it was bad and in what ways it was bad we could you know we really it was like hate watching it but for tomorrow war we were just enjoying ourselves and like, oh, I remember, I remember how cool I thought the monster design was and I oh, brought yeah. it up in the podcast and I was mm-hmm. able to like explain why I thought it was cool and we talked about paradoxes and we talked about um, little loop, uh, not loopholes, plot holes. Yeah. You know? So it was just, it was a fun deep dive. I think it's one of our best deep dives. 
It was the beginning. It started. It was the deep dive of all deep dives. It started. All <laughs> yeah, set the bar. Probably also our least, like, I don't want to say controversial because I don't think anyone <laughs> is surprised that Avatar is bad. But maybe our least, like, meme deep dives <laughs> of a movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Two things. One, Kyle, it is definitely never too late to get into anime. My father-in-law has been going extra hard on anime as of late. Like, I, I told him about Promise Neverland. I showed him, uh, oh, yeah. what else did I show him? Uh, One Punch Man. Like, he's been really, like, absorbing anime, and we talk about it. Like, he'll finish it. So, it's definitely never too late. And he's like, oh. That's cool. And he's watching stuff I've never seen before. And he's telling me about it. I'm like, what? Uh-oh. He's, he's becoming a connoisseur. You got to watch out. He's yeah. going to be a double veeb soon. <laughs> the student has become the master. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. I haven't watched that. Wow. Okay. You mean the student has become the sensei. The sensei. Oh, that senpai. The senpai. The senpai. <laughs> <laughs> Notice me. Um, it's happened. And then the other thing is, speaking about the, the spirit of Tomorrow War, Mm. After we finished a set of movies and shows that we're we're planning to talk about on the podcast, I have a, a movie that I want to petition for us to watch together called Moonfall. And Moonfall. I'm pretty sure it came out this year. I watched it on the plane recently. I, I just went out of nice. you know out of pound recently, and it was like a three hour trip <clears throat> flight. And I was like, ah, let me check out this Moonfall. I love sci fi. Man, that movie goes places. And I really would love to sit down and talk to y'all about Moonfall because there's so much to say. There's so much to say. I don't even want to talk about it, but other than saying, like, it's a full movie with a lot to talk about and a lot of implications that I think would be as fun to talk about as Tomorrow War. So just putting that mm. out there. Moonfall. Holla. That's a bold claim you're making. What about Sunshine, dude? Sunshine is still the best movie that nobody's ever seen. <laughs> like, I mean, 100%. when are we going to talk about Sunshine? I don't know. Let him on the list. I don't know. I feel like Sunshine is a movie I just want people to experience. I don't want to talk about it. I just want you to keep hearing us talk about Sunshine and watch you see, it on your own. <laughs> that's that's how I feel about some of the things that you have brought up for us to talk about. I'm like, I feel like people should just watch it and not hear me talk about it. <laughs> like what? Why not both? Like what? I don't want to say anything because I don't want to increase uh, the increase hype for something that I don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it something we've talked about on the podcast? Uh, I'm sure we've mentioned it, but it's not something that we've okay. It's not something about. we've covered. Covered. Okay. No, okay, no, no, okay. no. That's fair. I mean, Sunshine is definitely on the list, but we still it's just Moonfall is very like recent, and I think Sunshine is just a solidly a great movie. Moonfall is a movie where you'll kind of be like oh man i have feelings like and i'd love to see where y'all fall within the spectrum because i think that within the moonfall spectrum yeah Yeah. like i I think there's a lot of different ways you could take that movie um Hmm. and uh yeah i'll just leave it at that i don't want to speak too much about it because i don't want to give y'all expectations um, about what it is or isn't if it's good bad or indifferent so yeah man i mean the last 50 episodes have been great and I'd love for us to talk a little bit more about it. But let's get to the boys, the brothers and sisters themselves, our fans, our our family, and some of the stuff that they wanted to ask us. So just for y'all to let to kind of get an idea of what we're going to be doing. So we got some people who shared some questions with us that they'd like us to ask ourselves and respond to. So we're going to go through those. And then at the end, 
They've also shared a trailer with us for some type of media that they might think interests us. And we're going to talk about it. And maybe in the future, we'll go deeper dive on that thing. Uh, And if you're listening, you probably won't have. (laughs) We'll we'll definitely share the links to the trailers in the descriptions. Um, But if you're watching this on the video version, my hope is that I'll actually splice in some of the footage from these trailers so you can kind of follow along with us as we talk about it. But anywho, um, nice. so let's get it cracking. So our first uh, set question or set of questions um, comes from the boy Soy. The boy Soy. The boy. Soy. Shout out to Soy. One of the OGs. We've been playing. <laughs> well, we play Fortnite. I think me, you, and Soy, when I say you, Kyle. <laughs> you soy we Listener. play Fortnite. that's kind of how you met soy right Kyle? uh through that and he also follows uh a couple of uh, same twitch streamers i think so y'all met in the chat yeah <laughs> organically. really organically fancy meeting you here i'm i'm almost certain yeah that's wild that's i didn't I mean, know, I don't know if i can like if i can just drop name drop a streamer I mean, unless you're like, uh, I don't know. It's on you. I don't know what the streamer is. So, and so I'm pretty sure. All right, I'll just say it. I, I'm pretty sure we met in Dynamics stream. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense because yeah. Dynamic. Because you probably met Dynamic at the same time, around the same time, huh? Around the same time, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because we were all playing Fortnite when it first came out, mm-hmm. and had no clue what was happening. Hot drop and getting murdered. It's different days these days. But uh You're on that OG tip, man. OG. OG. And you know, Soy's still doing his thing, you know, so uh represent to the boy Soy. So um so Soy has a question for us, and y'all already know the question, but I'll share it for our listeners. He asks us, What are our what are our short term, short, medium, and okay, let's try this again. What are the short Medium, long-term <laughs> plan slash goals for this community. And this community, as I'm assuming he's talking about Discord, right? Or sounds right? Or does, mm-hmm. or the Super Agile Bro community in general? Right? Yeah, right? right. Uh, I don't know what else. The YouTube community. <laughs> the Twitter <laughs> community. But, um, yeah, so... I don't know. I mean, we we have we. I'd love to hear what y'all's thoughts are. We've talked about different things in the future, so let's start with our short term plans or goals. Um, what what are some of our short term? What do y'all have as far as goals? Um, and so I think we've accomplished like one of the short term goals with this episode, and that is like getting our community to be directly a part of our week to week in some capacity, or you know, our episodes. And so, you know, we, we only posted the survey a week or two ago. And thanks, everybody, for the responses, by the way. Um, and so I think that, that that's a short-term goal for me is to to build that engagement, if you will, within our community. And just to see what people like, what, they, what they're thinking about, what they're talking about. Stuff like that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Community engagement, involvement. Like, not just like on a, oh, like be our fans of our show but genuinely like hey like impact the experience you know because we definitely yeah. are making this for ourselves <laughs> to be real 
But I think as the show has grown, we've continually had discussions about how to make it as great for other people as possible. And of course, we want our community to grow. But like, this is for us and y'all, you know? So For ourselves with you. Yes. For ourselves. We are the community <laughs> together. By myself together. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. One of the short-term goals I feel like personally and i and i think we've discussed this as a group is genuinely i just want our discord to feel like a place where people can commune you know like an actual mm-hmm. community not just a fan club you know like none of us really care to have fans <laughs> i think we just want to have a place where we can talk with our friends and we talk about games and movies and a place where we can share that interesting thing that we just saw and I think we've kind of reached that point where, like, the community is kind of, I'd say, like, thriving on its own, you know? Like, we're definitely the main contributors, <laughs> you know, to the Discord and to, to our community. But it's cool. I'm always excited when I'm just reading conversations between other people, you know? And, like, maybe mm-hmm. we're not necessarily directly engaged with it. So um, that's definitely a, a short-term goal to continue the grow the community just just to be friends with each other you know yeah uh that's kind of where i stand actually so i'm i'm especially i would say fan adverse i am not interested in like the fame or anything i'm really just here to hang out with you guys and uh part and that extends as well to the discord so like what i enjoy is uh I mean, basically what I do in the Slack with just the three of us is, you know, oh, let me share something that we've talked about or something I think you guys would be, think is interesting or something that I just think is really interesting. I just want to gush about. But now I can do that with more people who are going to be, you know, if, if, if this podcast is me and you guys talking about the things that we like and people like the podcast and it stands to reason that I could talk about the things I like with also those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there's been some good discussions. Um, I don't know if I, what would, I don't know what it would look like if like a lot more people were in the podcast or in the discord. And if a lot more people were active, mm-hmm. if it would be maybe fewer, like deep conversations, it kind of feels like sometimes it just turns into one-on-ones between random people, which is great for me at least. So I enjoy it. I have a good time. Yeah, that's my short-term goal. It's pretty much been realized. Yes. So essentially, yeah, I think most of our short-term goals for the community have already been kind of reached. You know, I think when we first came up with the idea of just doing the Discord, I don't really know what our plan was other than like yeah. people were sharing, like commenting on our YouTube videos, and like some of our friends would reach out to us individually to talk about episodes. So we were like, hey, we should probably make a place where we can, like, talk about it <laughs> as a group. Um, so we don't yeah, have... it's like a hub, you know, for the community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what, what, what our plan was beyond that was just not to have trolls. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. So, no trolls, please. So, medium <laughs> standpoint, um, and I'll share this, and I'd love to hear, from a medium, medium term goal is i'd like to see the community continue to grow but at a very like i don't want to say like at a steady rate 
but not like a hundred people, hundred people, hundred people. I just want people who want to be there to be there, you know, who want to be a part of the community. And I also would love to dub some of y'all as like uh, moderators so that we have even more support. So if we our community were to grow larger than what it is now, we already have people who know what's going on and who like want to support the community uh, in a meaningful way. So I think that's like my medium term goal as far as community goes and just continuing to grow the short term. Uh, but just to have people who know who, who want to support and protect our community, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I definitely want to see some growth too. Cause I feel like there's definitely more people out there who would enjoy just being part of the community and engaging with the awesome people that we already have in there. But I definitely agree, you know, to, to grow at a rate that, you know, makes sense because uh, we're still figuring this thing out, you know, so to, to just open it up might not be the best thing, but maybe, I don't know. So, but I definitely want more people to engage with us and experience, you know, what, what the Super Agile Bros community, because we have so many like really cool things. We were talking about this a little bit earlier is that some of the stuff that we, we engage with is because somebody else posted it, something that we would have never seen on our own. I just want to share that with as many people as we possibly can. And so that's a medium goal for me. It's just to continue to, to reach, mm. reach the, the masses, reach the people. <laughs> it was a gumball. Um, it was a gumball. Steve, what about you? Medium term. I think, uh, I think a medium goal for me would be for my friends to become friends with each other. And so, I see a little bit of that happening. I have, to clarify, I have moved around a couple times and I therefore have circles of friends across the U.S., <laughs> across the Southeast, I guess, and they don't know each other for the most part. And so I think a place like this is really cool because my friends can meet your friends and they can meet each other and maybe find new friends, you know, find new people that are interested in niche things that they are interested in um so like right now a lot of the conversations that we have will include one or more of you and i the three of us whereas i would like to see maybe some more conversations without us where like you know they just go off and they have fun and i don't feel the need to like be the the social o-ring you know between two people who don't know each other this man just said social o-ring oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) that's the most (laughs) engineering um yeah so steve basically wants our community to be the tinder of friendships where we're just matchmaking Mm. people with each other swiping (laughs) swipe right (laughs) to find new friends intentionally excluding people from conversation (laughs) that's a great idea for a bot we should introduce (laughs) Tinder bot? You should you should get a swipe bot going. A swipe bot. Do you do you want to be friends with this person? <laughs> no. There's like a channel that just replays. It just says, "Oh, you know, <laughs> Brad swiped left on Kyle." <laughs> like as loud as it tags everybody. <laughs> They've just become know, friends. Which direction is the good direction? That's what I'm saying. Nah, they'll figure. I it think out. right is the good direction. I don't know. Oh dang it! Right. I assume swipe right. Yeah. In a Western yeah. society. You throw to the right. Left is tossing, right is like, I don't know. Um, you know, that that brings me to my 
personal long-term goal for the community is that our community will become like a haven for the adult nerd and when i say nerd i mean the gamer the anime enthusiast the video uh the just tech enthusiast like the people who are like us who are looking for friendships and other like-minded people to like participate in their favorite hobbies with because like my really long-term goal would be to one day have the like it just to be normal for people to like set up like uh gameplay squat to squat up in our community without our intervention you know yeah. like hey y'all i'm about to play sea of thieves <clears throat> sorry <laughs> I, I, let me, I can't i almost laugh hey y'all i'm about to play halo infinite um i want to get a squad you know run some you know whatever and some people are like yeah, yeah i'm down i'll be free you know i'm free in a few hours you know what i'm saying for that just to happen and for like it to just feel natural like hey like anybody want to go see the new dragon ball z movie who's in the area you know or or want to watch it stream netflix watch party you know what i'm saying like those things to organically happen and for the community to feel like an actual community of people who enjoy each other and want to kind of engage with each other um not just in the text format that is discord but really in a like hey like let's watch movies and let's you know um i don't know i'd love to see it grow into a very organic friendship generation community kind of like you steve in the long term um but i'd love to see people playing games together watching stuff together you know and of course here we go i want to have the tr- the first ever public sab summit the super agile bros summit where we bring all of our community together in one place mm. and we just you know enjoy each other's company eat food play games goof off explore wherever location we're at together i don't know it'd be really cool to do something crazy like that one day you gonna pay for that no it's a pay your own way and we'll have entrance fees (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, my long-term goal is to spend as little money as possible on super agile bros (laughs) (laughs) no investment you've already reached that goal (laughs) yeah i'm there baby I'm going to be swiping left on that Sea of Thieves invite. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I, I, I don't really, I don't think I have like a set long-term goal. I'm really just here to hang out. I think my short-term and my medium-term goals are my long-term goal as well. Uh, combined. His medium um, goals. <laughs> just like all my shirts. <laughs> no, those are extra smalls. Extra medium. <laughs> so my goodness. long-term goal, I think it aligns with yours, uh, it, where I do, I do want this to be a place that we kind of cultivate because I am, I'm a part of a bunch of discords and when they get to a certain amount of folks, it's really hard, I guess, to keep them, even if they're, even if everybody's on topic, it's, it's hard to keep them from being like spammy mm-hmm. and for, from things getting lost. And I think, yeah, in order for that value to continue being there, we have to kind of build everything that we do around that versus I guess just letting things kind of, I don't know, happen. And so I think we're on track, you know, to kind of, kind of do that. And then these, these goals of making things go beyond discord is like what makes the community more ingrained where it's not just inside of here, but it's, and we're making it a point to branch out and just use discord as a vehicle, you know, use the podcast as a vehicle to bring 
yeah, nerd gamers with a nine to five mm-hmm. together, you know, yeah, to squat up because we don't want to be in rando lobbies, oh, not, you know, mm-mm. no, and, and so it, it it behooves all of us for this place to exist and for us to be cool, you know, yeah, you know, you, I think this community exists because of what happened. But like me and Kyle, okay, I'll just share the story. Me and Kyle were playing Fortnite together. Yes, Fortnite. First of all, Fortnite's the hottest game you haven't played. And we were <laughs> we were playing some of the creative mode stuff, which is basically where like users make games or gameplay modes or whatever. And sometimes those uh, those creative mode stuff allow you to get experience or unlock special skins and stuff like that, depending on what Epic is doing. So anyway, we were doing that one time. And something happened, like me and Kyle, when we play, we normally, it's just in private chat within the game. But one time, for some reason, we were loading into the game and it like booted Kyle or to the lobby or something. Mm-hmm. And it pushed me into general chat with everybody. <laughs> everybody. And, Successful. and I, <laughs> it's been a long time. Since I've been in a general chat with gamers, but Fortnite is so much worse than I could have imagined. It was just, hey, bro, hey, bro. And then, like, somebody's, like, playing music in the background. (laughs) Dogs barking. And then somebody coughing and somebody like, hey, 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 hey. Like, it was was so, I just immediately, like, my brain felt like it was gonna explode. I was like, I must exit the game no matter what I do, you know. Um, so I'd never. I feel like it'd be like what when Superman gets his super hearing and can hear everything. It's <laughs> yes. like a similar experience. Yes, that's exactly how it felt. I think I actually have that saved somewhere on my on my PlayStation. <laughs> oh my god, it was so <laughs> terrible, man. It was so bad. So we'd never want anybody to experience that again. Never, never again. So. It's bad time. Yeah, nah. So that that's what what our community will be one day a haven for us nerds, for us, particularly for adult gamers, adult nerds. Uh, I don't. I like to say, I guess that we're probably we're not going to reject anybody who doesn't fit that criteria. But that's like our goal, I would think. Right? Are we going to reject folks from Steve? (laughs) I think we have to have some sort of rejection criteria. But But is it is the basis if they're not? an adult gamer <laughs> no that's not the basis I, I think but I, we do need we, my long-term goal is to have a set of rejection criteria set up <laughs> <laughs> just for you 12 year old fortnite players no i mean honestly i don't think we need to have a rejection criteria we just have to have a acceptance criteria like Ooh. right now our community is just sourced from those people who are our fans and a lot of our fans also are people we might know so I think as they already a, fit as our community grows, I think we'll be able to recognize people who fit. Um, and not that it's a social club or something special and whatever. It's just more like, hey, like if you want to be here, it, you want to be here. That's it. You ain't getting in with them shoes. <laughs> exactly. We don't, we're not really here to police anybody. We just honestly just want to have a good time together, you know. And yeah, I don't think me at 12 years old would fit in this community because me at 12 years old was the whole problem you know um so overall i think it's targeted at adult nerds 
But you know, there might be some mature teenagers out there, you know, who could fit into our community. You did. I think one of the biggest things though is like the the schedule alignment, you know. So at it, like a twelve year old, I think would be like spam in the chat during the summer. Where is everybody? <laughs> How come nobody's playing? <laughs> you know, it's like no, nah, we still got jobs. <laughs> X person invited you to play. X person invited you to play. I know the feeling. I will always appear offline <laughs> because <laughs> I, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but when you become an adult and you make friends with a child who also is into <laughs> gaming, sometimes they will spam you. To in, like you won't even be playing. I'll just boot up my PlayStation to check <laughs> something, and then I'll just get invite to Fortnite, invite to Fortnite, invite to Fortnite. Invitations to games you don't even have. <laughs> exactly, and I'm like going offline. <laughs> <laughs> uh so speaking of uh going offline this there's no segue for this by the way this is this next question love it here we go uh the next question that soy had for us a great question um tamagotchis versus neopets which one reigns supreme between the bros simple question guys Who's better, Tamagotchi? Yeah, I like how this Neopets. this man used the present tense to speak about both Tamagotchis and Neopets. Hey, what a bold move! Hey, some people Today. still on it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have Tamagotchi apps and stuff. Right? I'm pretty sure they're still. Nah, exist. bro, you don't get a Tamagotchi unless it's on original hardware. This app is nothing. You're a purist. It's not Tamagotchi. You're a purist. I know. It's giving you notifications. That's stuff. a Tamagotchi. <laughs> Ooh. As in, they gotcha. <laughs> Microtransactions in there. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, what skin are you going to buy for your Tamagotchi today? <laughs> you know this. Your, your pet is going to die unless you buy these three gems. <laughs> will just die and then just spamming your phone. You, are you going to let your Tamagotchi die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah you wouldn't steal a tamagotchi would you <laughs> oh my gosh so i'll answer this really quickly because i feel like i have to be tamagotchi because nobody i really knew had neopets and mm. i think tamagotchi was just the gold standard in my elementary school when i was a kid and i had a i didn't actually have a tamagotchi i had like the off-brand like this weird one <laughs> that didn't do as much you couldn't interact as much but i did mess with my friends tamagotchis or they'd be like hey can you watch it for the weekend for me can you watch it yes you oh. were tamagotchi watching i did baby once or twice and i <laughs> and then i would not remember and it, their whole screen would be filled with poop <laughs> you know um remind me never to let you watch my kids <laughs> his whole room would be filled with poop <laughs> just these like swirly, <laughs> little, swirly turds. little turds just stink lines coming up <laughs> so i have to go tamagashi because i really didn't have neopets to really compare them to ah. yeah i think so I didn't have a Tamagotchi either, but I did have a Digimon, like one of the original toy Digimons, man, which was based always talking about Digimon. <laughs> I can't He's help gonna it. He's going to figure it out a way up, to get into every episode. I'm like I'm like Pierce, I'm like Pierce from Community. It just came up a conversation. It just, it just came, came up, up organically. <laughs> Earth the kit in the airplane. Um sorry, Digimon. <laughs> Digimon. I also had something called an Omnipet, which I oh, do not Oh, I recall that vaguely. You recall? I've never heard of it since, but I know I had it. It was called Omni Pet. I thought Omni meant eight. I was learning about my <laughs> Omni Directional. 
Yeah, uh. because there were eight pets that you could get, I guess. Oh. Um, and so I was like, oh, Omni means eight. I was just too dumb to realize it's Octo. Octopath. Stupid pet. infant. But, ac- um, but actually, I can't, I'm going to say the side note. Actually, I don't disagree with you because there was also omnidirectional like gaming pads that were eight directional. Exactly. So yeah, I don't disagree. There were plenty of basically omni things. Uh, anyway, I had things that were a- adjacent to the Tamagotchi, and I never had any interest in Neopets. Ironically, because I couldn't imagine why playing mini games with a little made up, you know, <laughs> furry adjacent animal was a uh, was fun and yet i thought playing mini games with a severely pixelated animal was fun (laughs) you made your choice i made my choice and it was the choice of digimon every time no regrets so your answer is digimon i like it (laughs) (laughs) no rules just like outback steakhouse (laughs) a blooming onion um kyle so this one actually kind of threw me because I remember growing up on both of these. Like, I had a couple of the plushies from the Neopets. And I used to play, like, their website where they had all those mini games. man. I was on that. You know, all those Flash games. It was, you know, it was it, it was in, like, in the same ballpark as Club Penguin. So I was kind of just Club enamored Penguin. by stuff going on on the screen. And I had a Tamagotchi, but it wasn't, like, an original one. They, they made, like, the themed ones. And so I had one that was Jurassic Park themed. And it was, like, oh. the size of one of those Pokedexes that you could have bought when you were a kid. And it had, like, a little screen on it. Oh, wow. And it had just a bunch of, like, numbers and buttons. It was super involved because, like, you'd, so you'd create a dinosaur by putting in some numbers. It'd spawn a random one, and you'd have to take care of it from then on like a Tamagotchi would. Really? So it'd have giant dinosaur poops. You have to put it into kennels and cages. And um, it would make these horrifying sounds, uh, but oh, it was a fun. It was a fun time. Mostly when I was sleeping, it would it would need something like food, and yeah. so I didn't like my Tamagotchi, but I think <laughs> <laughs> I was beholden to it. I loved it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just like so, every father. Mm, I mm. let the batteries die, uh, but that was. Uh, <laughs> He's like, please die, batteries. The only way to deal with it is just to completely remove die. its existence. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, dinosaurs are more resilient than I think furry little creatures. Like, the thing would not like you'd have to restart it to get a new dinosaur, which I would do. Oh routinely. my gosh, dude, you just uncovered a deep trauma. I remember <laughs> I had an Omni pet and I took care of it, and the batteries died. Mm. Oh. And it killed the animal. Like, if oh. you put the batteries back in, there's no, there's no, you know, ROM. No or there's no RAM, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just gone. See, see that, that, that was fundamentally a flaw, though, if you think about it. Because those things were hardware, right? Like, the little piece that you held in your hands. And the yeah, only right. way to change, like, if the battery was weak, what you, you had to literally change it. So, it was guaranteed that one day you would lose one all day. your progress, right? If there's... well. Yes, but from what I remember, those didn't have like long running progress. Like a, the whole lifespan of a Tamagotchi was probably like a couple of weeks, right? I don't know. Even or if a you week? took care of it, I don't know. I don't know. I know, I don't think I've I ever let last any of my digital pets survive long enough. They never got into old age. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think they're meant for long term. They're like me, uh, Mister Me seeks. <laughs> like they're not meant to live more than a few Serve hours. Your purpose. <laughs> wow, existence is pain. <laughs> they just, just 
they literally are temporal i mean that's smart that's a good like way to do it so you could say oh no they're not meant to survive so the battery change is just a part of the process teach it's teaching children that animals die eventually well i think they would literally die of old age eventually Mm. although maybe it's because i didn't feed it enough i don't know it's hard to (laughs) tell those things mine there would just be a little gravestone exactly. sometimes and a digi egg next to it. Yeah, mine definitely. I'm t- I didn't, definitely didn't have a Tamagotchi, but I definitely killed multiple pets. And then eventually I was like, I'm done with this <laughs> I can't do this no more. <laughs> like, I'm not made for this. Like a dog? I don't, I don't know. I just had one of those off brand ones. Like, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I was. You said you've killed multiple yeah. pets. Oh, you know, like dog. <laughs> I've actually dealt together. Anyway. But, <laughs> so, I guess the answer My is. My choice is Tamagotchi. The answer is. Digimon, clearly. So, <laughs> yes, Digimon, Digimon Reign Supreme. It was Agumon. I don't see Pokemon out here with a Tamagotchi style keep. Oh, oh, you know they have them. You just reminded me the thing oh, that snap. actually, for me, like surpassed Tamagotchi was Chozos in uh, Sonic Adventures. Like Sonic, Sonic Adventures 2. Uh, it's oh, the Chow Garden. The Chow. Chow, not Chozo. <laughs> <laughs> Chocobo? Like, oh, no kidding. The Chow. Because I would like, first of all, it was really hard to get them to grow and progress. But I had like a garden because in two, you get a garden. In the original, you had a Chow on your uh, your memory card, which was, first of all, super cool. Like mm. that, the Dreamcast was doing other things. But they were. I had a garden and I would check on those things i'd give them little make sure the color changed give them the right fruit so they ate and they did this and absolutely had no impact on the game but i i I was invested in that before somebody stole our dreamcast so oh man you've had the worst luck with with those games with anything on a memory card honestly (laughs) yeah somebody stole our our our, broke into our house and stole our game systems and memory cards which was just painful. I'm like, so they take, knew what they take were everything, but don't take the memory cards, man. <laughs> like I'm getting that save data set. Like that's my life. That's my literal life. So anyway, uh, have you tried locking your door? Core trauma. <laughs> uh, I've also. I don't know how to stop criminals who know how to kick doors in. You know. Um, so uh, welcome to the streets. But anyway, you know they added the child garden to uh, Balan Wonderland. <laughs> I was about to make that joke. I was going to say the best part about Balan Wonderworld is, is the child garden. Child garden. Copyright. <laughs> Notice served. <laughs> oh, man. So, thank you, Soy, for your great questions. Thank you for the questions. So, yes, well done. We're going to spend a few minutes here just talking about what Soy shared with us. So, once again, uh, I'll try to share the link in the description or, I guess, Kyle, since he normally writes the descriptions, it's on you, fool. Um, oh snap! But uh, the video that the trailer that Soy shared with us is actually a—I was not expecting this, and I'm actually kind of—I no. was like, oh no, come on. Um, Soy shared with us basically a throwback commercial to the Nintendo 64, and let me tell you something, man. It brought me back, son. Like was hype. it took me back to like being a kid on my sofa, being like, I want this thing, <laughs> you know, like, right. Like it seems so goofy and like, it's like, hey, it is the greatest thing ever. It'll did it. Like it has that, that cheesy nineties announcer voice and just like, 
And then he had the the testimonials from the kids and teens afterwards. (laughs) It was it was the voices of my peers back in the day. Mm -hmm. And if if the kids say they love it, it has to be great. (laughs) Has to be true. Yeah, (laughs) they wouldn't lie. Why? Why would it's not like they're not actually reviewing from kids (laughs) and just saying things. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that commercials were like that back in the day sometimes. Even though that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, video game commercials were like exactly like action figure commercials where, check this out, kids! <laughs> <laughs> All I could think about is a hand holding an oversized Riddler doll, <laughs> smashing it through fake bricks and be like, gotcha, Batman! <laughs> No, I just it's I, always a white hand too. I just love that there's a mm. moment in the video where it's like, cause so, so it's like a Super Mario 64 commercial, and there's a moment where it actually shows the 64 and the 64 controller, and like the person playing it, like, <laughs> like it's just like this is what you'll experience when you play this awesome game on the Nintendo 64. You know, it's sold. Uh, it's like uh, they knew what they were doing. It's like uh, y'all remember? Um, golly, it was Crossfire. Don't get caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire! Nerf gun or something? (laughs) That sounds like 90% of the Saturday morning cartoons (laughs) I watched. It was basically like the the best commercial for a board game about shooting (laughs) (laughs) metal, um, uh, what do you call those little metal silver, uh, shiny balls? The, um. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Not marbles? Not marbles, um. BBs? BBs, essentially, but there's another BBs. word for them. Like BBs at people, and you're just trying to shoot it into the other people's goals. Crossfire! Don't get... <laughs> it was so good. Like, it got you so hyped for something that you, number one, were never going to get. Yeah, I see that. And only your friends had it. You never had it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. And they don't know where they got it. And they never want to play it when you come to your, their house. You're like, yo, you got, you got Super Mario 64? Ah, oh, man. Like... Can we play something else? Son. <laughs> we will. You want to play Crossfire? Crossfire. <laughs> Please. Yeah. I kept, Maybe I'm too cynical. I kept thinking about how it's like, we will control how the world looks. Or we want to control how the world looks. Oh, it's we won't be told like how the world looks or this or that. I do want a transcript for this commercial. <laughs> but I remember... I remember playing Mario 64 and being like, there's only four camera directions. Like, no matter what I do, it always syncs to, like, four cardinal directions. Well, that was four before there weren't any. There was zero. control the camera. That was three more. There was one. Dude, I can still remember the day I saw Super Mario 64 at Blockbuster at one of those little um, kiosk things. And And I remember I was walking through... I think I've shared this before. We used to like every Friday, we get to rent one game and I'm or a movie. And I remember walking through and there was a kid playing it before me. And he was a little mm. bit older than me. And I, I don't know how old I was. And all I remember, he was in the main garden place where the castle is. And he was running mm-hmm. around with Mario. And I was like, what in the world? And, and the thing that blew my mind is when he got Mario to squat and start crawling like a baby. I was yeah, like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, going prone is in every game. It's been in every game since. I, I legitimately was like, I need this. Like, the game wasn't cool to me until the, he did that baby crawl. And I said, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is the greatest thing. I didn't even know you could do that 
in a game. It was. Is that even useful in the game anywhere? Not. Uh, maybe. Not, I don't maybe. know. I, I'm not really. And I guess it wasn't a baby crawl. It was like a squat thing. It's it's like I'm trying to drag my butt on the ground. Like a, doggy, <laughs> a doggy squat. Yeah, walk. It, it was. Yeah, I don't think. It was only useful because you could use it to like long jump. But like yeah. instead of. Oh, long that jump. squat. I thought you were talking about. Maybe it was just to signal that you were in position to. No, but you could also know. crawl. I don't. I just remember being like blown. He could, he could lay flat. Yeah, and then in like Legend of army Zelda, crawl. yes, in uh, in Wind yes. Waker, you can you can army crawl. But it was a baby kind of crawl, like yeah. Because Mario would shuffle because he got those short limbs. Mm-hmm. Dude. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Soy, for bringing back memories. Yeah, that was. Uh, I actually don't have any recollection recollection of seeing this commercial back then it was 1996 so i was i had i wasn't really great at forming memories at that age. <laughs> yeah i can't say that i remember the commercial but i remember the energy <laughs> the energy for sure yeah yeah um cool well thank you soy for all your questions in your trailer um we went really deep on neopets and <laughs> tamagotchis <laughs> so uh it's your fault um all right let's move on to our next um discordian our boy Simon XD. Isn't <laughs> it Simon? Our boy Simon. What's Oh Simon. <laughs> yes. I I thought it was Simon with a smiley face. No, it's a smiley it. face. Yeah. I'm, the XD. But I'm just <laughs> clowning him. Um <laughs> so Simon, shout out to Simon. Um goes back to the IBM days, you know, goes back to the uh game development community that we created. Um Blue yeah. Rabbit Games, baby. Blue Rabbit Games. Represent. We'll never get that. Oh wow, that was before Sleeping Zemu. Zebu. Yeah, it was. Wait, yeah, before, before uh, special, a special unit of special people within IBM who wanted to make games and gamification. Great times, talking, discussing, even playing games together. Uh, so shout out to the boy Simon. Actually, was in his homeland not so recent. Well, very recently. So beautiful place. I'm not gonna dox him. They're not going to figure out where he is in that country. But either way, I'm not going to put out where he lives. But uh, I wish next time I'm going to when I come there, Simon, we going we going to connect. Uh, I didn't have the opportunity this time, but uh, shout out to the boy, Simon. Um, so um, so Simon has a simple question. Well, two questions. Did you ever imagine five to ten years ago that you would be celebrating a 50th episode of your podcast? Of even a podcast, what what, y'all? Yeah, five to ten years ago, I didn't even a podcast wasn't even on my mind two years ago, <laughs> much less. <laughs> yeah, like so so absolutely not. And then even even as long as we've been doing it, fifty, the closer we've gotten, it hasn't really seemed like it'd be a real thing. Even we were when we were at you know like forty five, I was like you know maybe we'll make fifty, but even more so when we were twenty five. And so no, that's. I think this is this is crazy that we're at 50, 51, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I honestly, I mean, I think I get what he's saying, but I wonder if maybe people think that we planned this out more than we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not the case. Um, you could judging by our episode zero, even. Yeah, we we just kind of did this, mm-hmm. and so before this, I would you know, like I said earlier, I'm I'm fame averse, adverse. 
and I Reverse. am chronically under under motivated in general, and so I didn't think I'd be doing anything like this. Um, yeah, it is cool. I always thought like, okay, maybe I'll like be a writer. When I was younger, I thought maybe I'll be a writer mm. or like, you know, a uh, casual youtuber or something mm-hmm. but i quickly learned it in like those things well writing would still be cool but that's just not where my life has gone but fan fiction fan fan fiction of digimon did you ever write digimon fan <laughs> there you fiction? go i never wrote digimon fan oh, fiction. missed opportunity it's not the closest late. i probably the closest i came was reading i think i read some digimon fan fiction on deviant art <laughs> i definitely I definitely read some really poor um, Kingdom Hearts fan fiction on DeviantArt. Yeah, That's I what comes to that. mind. That's fair. Because it's hard yeah. to tell what's real when it comes to Kingdom Hearts. So. <laughs> Kingdom yeah. Hearts, it could be It's awesome. honestly not far off. Than the actual from where the story ended up going. <laughs> <laughs> it's really far off. <laughs> from the actual It was writing. like after Kingdom Hearts 2. So like in Kingdom Hearts, you have the Heartless where they don't have – it's like the heart wrapped in darkness – and then in Kingdom Hearts 2, we have no bodies, which are like the bodies that the hearts removed from them, I guess, controlled by darkness mm. or by nothingness. And so this person introduced the next orthogonal concept, which was, uh, I don't remember. It, was that it doesn't make any sense. They just wanted to kind of go with the continued the theme of, of like, I don't know, maybe it was like souls and darkness or something. But mm. anyway, it was bad. Even as a teenager, I thought it was bad. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, five to ten years ago, I think my thing is is that I've never been very consistent with anything, like other than a few things in my life. So, I think to me, it's always been one of those things where I'm like, ah, when is this gonna fall off? <laughs> you know, yeah. it sounds bad, Same. but it's like, you know, the only yeah. the only consistent things that have really been in my life is God, you know, my family, um break dancing that fell off eventually because just literally not possible to do it forever um and then but from me but from a creative standpoint i don't know i've never consistently made a thing to the point like once it became overly difficult i normally just go ah let me move on to the next thing you know right the effort yeah so i don't know it's hard for me to believe that i've done 50 of anything <laughs> in a creative standpoint so real talk um i can't i can't even even if i was like super plugged into the podcast community five to ten years ago i don't think i would ever thought that i would have made it this far i think the longest running thing that i've ever done creatively was another thing that was done with kyle which was maybe scratch the itch which, yeah, which, we got about nearly 30 episodes. Yeah, but we recorded. never released the second season. We just recorded yeah. them all. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never had a creative thing like this. Welcome, child. A good place to start. Welcome. Good place yeah. to start. I think if, if I would have been deeper into the podcast community before this, it probably would have been more of a deterrent for me. Mm. Because I feel like that's kind of what happened with YouTube, is that it beca- it became, when we were doing Scratch the Itch, it became kind of like this weird thing, because I was already so involved in YouTube before it, and it seemed like the, I don't know, it was like, a, I guess more like an internal struggle, it's like, 
just seeing everybody else and being super aware of what it takes, I guess, to kind of make it, if you will, quote unquote, make it. And it became a thing, which we talked about. It was like it became like the effort didn't meet the meet the value. It didn't feel and it didn't feel like doing it anymore. And I haven't felt I haven't really felt that towards this. And I think it's because it's so new and fresh, and not being a deep part of the podcast community has helped. Yeah, I feel like almost knowing the standard of quality is a deterrent because you know, like it, you never get to, I don't know, uh, a Matt Pat level, like where he is now in a mm. day or a week or a month or a year right but that's the standard now right of youtube videos of production quality and timing and blah 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 writing and we're starting off just with this you know and <laughs> i think podcasts yeah other than like being aware of like joe rogan and like some random crime podcasts it just seems like the quality is not the most important part per se but it's more about the the content and the conversation and i feel like like you said it, it it i'm not super dissuaded like seeing other people's podcasts that are higher quality because i don't even necessarily know if that's good quality <laughs> i'm just right yeah. it's, it's just what they're doing you know so maybe yeah. we should try writing a book and publishing it on amazon that's also a lower quality. <laughs> People make money, right? <laughs> how to how? Hey, we should make a book called "How to Make a Podcast with Your Friends" mm. without a plan. <laughs> Easy. Dot, dot. The, the book plan. is like six pages. The book is like six pages. Dot, dot, long. Dot, just dot, do it without a plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a list of resources. <laughs> how to make a Google? How to make a, and a success? Spotify. How to make a successfully unplanned podcast? You know. Like, we, we were doing we're doing it. Have, have friends that we, are funnier than you are. We have that quote, planning to fail. <laughs> or fa- failing to plan. Failing to <laughs> planning to fail. <laughs> fail. Buy a cheap microphone that is good enough. <laughs> Hope one of your friends knows how to make thumbnails. <laughs> True. Shoot. And have you got to have somebody who's willing to do an edit mm. of two hours of conversation <laughs> on a weekly basis without going yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah. Two and a half hours away. This conversation hey, is going to represent a, you got to have a squat. You got to squat up like squat. in the Discord. Yeah. Like in Fortnite. But, um, <laughs> his second question is, where do you see the podcast going in one to five years? In the trash. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually our last episode. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'll let y'all answer this first. Uh, if y'all go ahead, Steve. <laughs> cool. Um, well, I, I think that we, we made a grave error here by not having some sort of format revolving around seasons where like, uh, it's not too late. Specific, specific topics that we can like run through and then be done. Maybe before we pick up a second specific topic. So it kind of just feels like it has to keep going unless we just arbitrarily say, you know, let's make this season zero and then season one will actually be good. <laughs> season zero is 50 episodes. Is that? Yeah. How <laughs> um, but I feel like if we did seasons, we would have to have like specific goals. And right now we don't, or at least I don't like, I just, I feel like 
when we started this, my thinking was, oh, we'll talk about the things we like, but eventually you run out of you things stop liking that you things. Liked. Well, not that you stop liking things, but like <laughs> you you run out of like stories from your childhood about the first time you watched anime, right? Mm-hmm. Like at this point, a lot of the listeners will know my tastes and will know what I've played or not played or watched or not watched. And we're going to have to move more towards like, all right, current events, not cur- not God, sorry, not current events, but current releases, you know, like new stuff as it comes out or maybe slightly older stuff that we just haven't played yet. Yes. Super Hot Job Bros will become a news podcast. Yes. Daily but, yeah, uploads. Like, I don't want us to be a news <laughs> a podcast. Commentary. News pod. I don't want to be a talking <laughs> head. I don't want to be an internet personality because I don't think my personality is that sparkling. We could become nor yours, Brad. Abba shine bright like preach. a diamond, and you become just mm. like them with the most salacious thumbnails. <laughs> Click that face. Um, yeah. so i mean i don't i don't know i don't really have a i don't really have foresight on the next one to five years um i feel like all good things must come to an end is a pretty solid rule to live by i'm not saying i have an end in mind but like i'm thinking like is this gonna end or is this gonna gonna be a thing that we do until we're just sick to death of it he is thinking the end is near Mm. or we're just dead i don't know (laughs) the podcast kills us you know, I honestly think that, like you said, Steve, since we don't have, like, a super structured, like, hey, we're going to be talking about Nicolas Cage films, or we're going to be talking about X thing that's, like, finite, that we could go on yeah. to go on to per- perpetuity, because more stuff is going to get created, more games, more anime, more movies, so we can, we'll always have something to talk about, and life is going to change for us, and our conversations... We could talk about a lot of different things depending on what, you know, we might interest us or maybe the community. Um, And I have a feeling like one to five years from now, number one, I think we'll get more, even more streamlined in what we're doing. Like one thing that I feel like happens in general is we have these discussions and then we like add a small thing like, oh, now we have our Facebook page, but we're kind of streamlined. We're going to streamline that. And like our YouTube at first felt like absolutely overwhelming you know yeah but now it's just like a system like boom 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 editing didn't feel overwhelming it just felt like a lot but now for me like i can edit it like in short order you know just depending on when i feel like doing it um and the thumbnails come out more and and so i i feel like we're going to continue to streamline i don't i wonder like what cadence will stay at maybe we'll stay at every other week or Maybe we'll gain popularity and maybe we'll get more enthused to make more episodes or something. I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. Um, I mean, all I know is I'd like to see our podcast grow in its audience, its uh, listeners and viewership. I mean, we're, we're definitely growing, you know, just looking at the numbers. Um, we've, we've like, just on Spotify, we've hit the 1K stream. So shout out to, <laughs> shout out to all our listeners. So... Couldn't have done it without your you know, ears. Um, and our YouTube, we're getting more views. Uh, just overall, we're steadily growing, but it's not like we're marketing our podcast, really. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, in, maybe in a few years, we'll actually have a marketing idea. Like, maybe we'll 
actively be telling people Promote. about it more, you know? Yeah. Maybe we'll hire a marketing director and <laughs> buy a domain. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe in maybe in the one to five years, we'll find a producer, somebody who just fundamentally helps us to stay organized. But once again, I feel like any person who joins our crew has to do it for the love of the game, not for money, because we're not going to pay you. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to be getting paid, if you want to be involved in making this, then let us know. But we're not going to pay you, and don't ever <laughs> expect to get paid. You just there is no money in this. There's no there's no money in this. <laughs> I also say not only is there no money in this, but we've been very lucky to have kind of like a perfect mix of energy between us. Like Brad is very much like a driven. Uh, yeah, he's very driven and very like apt to doing these kinds of things. Whereas I am not like, I definitely wouldn't be doing this by myself. I'm very cynical. I'm very like, I don't know if we should do this or I don't know if I want to like do this. I'm kind of more like ready to worry about things and maybe help, <laughs> which Resistant. isn't great. I don't add anything to this conversation. <laughs> actually, now that I think about it, uh, someone just replaced me. Actually, didn't someone on Twitter offer? There was another Steve. There was another Steve. Shout out yeah. to other Steve. That's my other, other Steve. I hope you're still out there. Uh, they're thinking about it. They really are. Um, Do you have and Kyle? Kyle's also very creative, and I think he's just creative in a different way. I don't really know how to describe it. We talked a while ago, a few years ago, about like the different dynamics of a creative team and how we kind of fit those roles. Yeah, good mix. Remember that? I, I would. You know what? I, I think it is. It's Vague. like. Like, yeah, I'm the producer type, right? Like, I'm just, like, always yeah. driving us forward in a way because I'm crazy. So I'm like, hey, let's do a new thing. Let's do this, right? Um, like, and then Kyle, Kyle's, like, the the glue because he's he's not overly, like, hey, let's do a million things. But he's always down to, like, help progress, you know, and move forward. I'm along for the ride, baby. And but he's also like also kind of a realist, so he's like ah, <laughs> you know, like I don't know if I could do a thumbnail every day like that, you know. Um, and he's creative, so he kind of like adds to the synergy. And then Steve is like I like to say it's like he's the color commentary, right? Like maybe he's not uh, the production schedule guy, and he's like oh let's do it this day and that way. But what he adds is a flavor that would be impossible to add with like me and Kyle's general mindset because because in a way because steve is not so concerned about the production aspect he's more concerned about the like the nature of it you know the the feeling the flow and that it's still keeping the heart that we decided on in the very beginning he's, he's our regulator yeah like he keeps us honest you know um mm, so we all kind of very sweet. it's like a balance right because i'm just like let's oh, do it's not more. a compliment Let's do great. <laughs> it's not a compliment. We're saying that you're limiting us. <laughs> you know? He's the limit. He's the limiter. So he keeps us at status quo and we never grow because of him. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like me, I'm just gro- growth mindset. No, I'm kidding. It's like me, I'm just always crazy. Like, hey, we should do Buzz this. Words. Hey, we should do uh, a live stream. Oh, yeah. Infinite <laughs> ideas. <laughs> you know, like, but like then Kyle's like, okay, like, let's actually think about how to implement this. Here's what we do have at our, our disposal. And, and then Steve is like, so... Should we do this? <laughs> no. What about the clickbait, though? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he keeps us honest, you know? So, 
Yeah. So I say all that to say, uh, I think we have a, so we're just, it's just three of us. There's no one else. And anyone who actually wanted to join us in the future would have to like fill in a missing piece. And, you know, any, any friction would probably cause us to split apart. So it isn't just you have to be free. You have to also be uh, out for the ride, like ready to deal with the things that we bring to the table. You got to be ready to deal with Steve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really the one you have to worry about. I'm a hassle. Hey, <laughs> Kyle, what 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 did you, did you have anything one to five for us? Oh, one to five. Uh, I did think of something earlier, but what was that? Um, so I think in general. I, I do want to just see growth and progression and then, yeah, us get more confidence in promoting things or just learning what that really means. Cause, cause yeah, we, 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 we established ourselves on all these platforms, but then we didn't tell anybody about it. And then the handful of people who are here want to be here. And that's mm-hmm. a really cool thing. Um, and so just, I guess more, more of the same, but better over the next five years. I think in general, like if, as long as we improve on what we're doing and we continue, I guess, ha- add the value to those involved as well as continue, it continues to add value to us. Cause I know I, I look forward to working on the podcast and, you know, it, it not having any money in it to me isn't a deficit. Like it wasn't the reason why I got involved in the first place. So yeah. it's, it's not really hindering me now 50 episodes in and it's not going to be the catalyst in the long run to get to episode 100 or whatever the next milestone is. So, yeah, this is as long as we continue growing and progressing yeah. over the next five years. I'm good. Long story short is this podcast has no value to us. So <laughs> you can't... You can't... <laughs> We're men with nothing to lose. We have nothing to gain and nothing to lose. So it's like... It's worthless. It's absolutely worthless. Some people would say it has no value. It's invaluable. Like, no, no, it's valueless. <laughs> <laughs> it cannot be valued can- because not a number is not a number. <laughs> it's not a number. You know, one over zero. You know, it's it's just one of those situations where for us, it's just something we do. It's just an overpouring an expression of what we are. I mean, definitely, if I had like a... like. Something I'd love to see in one to five years is that when you go to Google and you type super and then you type space A, that we're one of the suggestions. Yeah. Like, that'd be cool. Like, that we have a presence that, like, even if our community isn't, like, a billion strong, a million strong, it's just that, like, we're recognized for just being creators and, yeah, that people like us, you know? Um, yeah, my dream is that. You know, I get a threatening letter in my mailbox that says, I heard what you said about M. Night Shyamalan, and I'm going to dox you if you don't take it back on the next episode. So Steve wants to be threatened to do- be doxed. So the picture any, of, your any of our Discord community willing to do that, I will help you to help his dream come true. The sooner the better. He's like, I never thought it would come so early. <laughs> so um, thank you, Miss Miss Simon. Wait, we didn't go Sir. over his uh, trailer yet. Yeah, yeah. We're about I was about to. I'll say Sir Simon for those questions. Oh, my bad. My Let's bad. now yeah, talk about ahead. his trailer. So um, so what Simon shared with us, Sir Simon, he shared um, a first look at a coming Netflix thero- uh, series by Gilmer... Gil- ooh, ooh. I'm going to let you do this. Go on. Gil... <laughs> Gil- <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. 
Guillermo del Toro's. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo he did his best. Guillermo del Toro's cabinet of curiosities. You have to understand certain like that's difficult for me. Even if I that's a hard that's a hard name. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I'll give you that. Is it Guillermo. Is that the correct? How do you say it? Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro's yeah. cabinet. Say it with love. Cabinet of curiosities. Uh, which essentially, like, it's it seems pretty cool. It's like an anthology of, like, I don't know. Is it, like, horror stories? or Yeah, it's horror stories. Yeah. You know, and these weird, weird kind of, like, nightmare fuel <laughs> type anthologies. Yeah. Um, you know. Isn't that kind of like what Tales from the Crypt was? Was, like, a bunch of short horror stories? Mm-hmm. For kids. And, uh, for kids, so th- this just seems like those kids now demand higher quality, higher quality. short stories. Are you afraid of mm. the dark? Yeah, you know, like yeah, like goosebumps. Uh, goosebumps. It's just the natural progression of yeah. of what it is. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. What are y'all's thoughts? So one thing I like about it. So for it's, it's a it's a first look, mm-hmm. and because it's an anthology, there's not really much in the way of like story trailer or anything like that. But it's actually Guillermo himself is kind of like narrating the trailer. And what makes him excited is what makes me excited. He's talking about all the practical effects they're doing and how he wants to show how life can be really awful and disgusting and beautiful at the same time. Like they're Mm. the same thing to him. And to me, that's like a very Stephen King approach to horror, which is like showing just the deep horror of reality but also kind of the poignant beauty of reality so i like him as a director and as a creative so i'm really excited for this uh cabinet of curiosities cabinet yeah at the very beginning of the trailer i was just like absolutely not and i almost <laughs> I'm not, le- you're not feeling that I, I legitimately almost cut it off after 30 seconds like it was one of those times i like i scrolled my fingers scrolled away from it because I was watching it on my laptop, and Briefly. I was like, can I... Yeah, it was. I, I don't know if I could do it. But I, I watched it, and I got to the point, yeah, we were talking about the practical effects and stuff. And I'm really enamored by practical effects. Like, I, I love that in any source of... the Any mediums that they're used. And so, this is definitely yeah, has, this definitely has me on the fence. Like, if they're going to be talking about how they actually build those things, then I'm into it. I don't, I don't necessarily want to see the sequences where they, you know... <laughs> You want to see the making of the, the, yeah. the, the BTS behind the scenes. Yeah. Like spoil the magic for me all day long. I don't <laughs> want to be I don't want to be immersed in the actual story <laughs> with with these characters. Yes. You don't want to be buried alive with the ghouls. I'm gonna and pass the gremlins. <laughs> Not today. Thank I, you. I, I immediately thought of you, Kyle. Once I started watching, <laughs> I was like, Oh, Kyle's gonna love this. <laughs> like like, you know, for me, I mean personally, I like horror for the same reason I like sci-fi is that it makes me imagine what could be in, uh, in a world where like, it's definitely not that way, (laughs) you know, like it's, it kind of like, it's to me like creativity. Like I think like if you're a comedian, you're likely able to create something really scary because you're Mm. able to understand what makes people like triggers people, you know, and like laughter and like fear to me fall within the same realm of like creativity but anyway that's neither here nor there but to me kind of involuntary yeah it's like one of those things where it's like you just know how to make people feel something and i think that uh that's why i like horror um 
And so to me, like, it's interesting because I like anthologies, but like, I'm always slow to watch them because I feel like anytime there's an anthology show, like, what's that one? Rub, rub, robots in love or love and robots? Death. Death and robots. Uh, God, it's those things. It's death, love and robots or something like that. Right? Like, I always feel like I have to sit down and really immerse myself because like, yeah. I know e- because they're not additive. I, I can't, I feel like I can't miss anything in an anthology episode. I need to really take it in because the way that, uh, Gil- Guillermo, uh, just call him Mr. Del Toro. Mr. Del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo Del Toro said, there you go. Uh, yeah. that each world is encompassed in its own and it's like its own universe, its own world. And it's, own, you know, I was like, that's super cool to me. You know, that's yeah. why I love sci fi. Like, yeah. this, like, this is just contained. Um, but I know it's going to take forever for me to watch this because I'm never going to have that moment where I can just sit and just watch it and just partake in it. Um, so I don't know. It seems really cool. Um, oh, yeah. For you, uh, Steve, uh, Hi. Um, season five, episode one. That, like, to me, that's the <laughs> season five, episode one of Broken, uh, mirror or black mirror black mirror Mirror. for some reason that immediately came to my mind as i was watching this i was like something's gonna scar me in this in this in this this is is this is this a suggestion you made to me half jokingly that i'll probably never watch because you just want me to watch it and be traumatized or is this an actual suggestion that you you you, have you not watched season five episode one of black mirror I'm gonna take that as a yes. Um, no, I haven't. Oh, I have not. You, I you need to watch it. <laughs> me and our old, me and our old roommate, the other Steve, um, we watched it together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and they wouldn't talk, stop talking about it without saying a single word about season it. Season five, episode one. Man. They just kept looking at me sideways, like, "You gonna watch it?" Season Ugh. five, episode one, man. It'll I'm like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> It'll change you. Show sure enough, not. It'll change you, Simon. Season five of Simon. Yeah, I bet. Um, so, anywho. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Yes. Simeon. Thank you, Sir Simon. Very um, well done. Very well done. Uh, we, we know that Kyle's not invested in this, but he appreciates your, your effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It so, had some redeeming qualities. Yeah, it looks good. Maybe they'll be behind the scenes. Maybe. Um, so, let's move on to our next... Uh, man with a plan uh brady aka nice guy brady shout nice out to the boy guy. Brady. find him on twitch find him on steam uh review bomb his games and his reviews oh, <laughs> just find him in the streets yeah the boy, assault this the man with a baseball bat the boy brady goes way back you know met met that boy in baton rouge he's a gamer true and true I, I, really I still is. remember when Brady came through my crib a long time ago, and it was like, yo, son, you got to listen to these headphones. And it was like the most <laughs> miraculous headphones ever. Like, I was like, where did you get these <laughs> from, son? And then he has a gaming rig. Well, he might not have it anymore, but he had this gaming rig that was so gangster. <laughs> you know, they used to. He brought that junk over to our apartment. Like, he carried mm-hmm. all this hardware up here, up, up the stairs. That's commitment. <laughs> Yeah. To play uh, Rocket League mm-hmm. in our living room. Oh, so he's a realist. Oh, he's the realist. And he, he really showed. Yeah, he, he is. He, he, he has an eye for, like, the highest level of fidelity 
in in whatever he's experiencing. Mm-hmm. So so shout out oh. to the boy Brady. So him being a fan of our podcast is like make, it makes me thing. feel special. You know, we're the highest yeah. form of fidelity as far as and he'll waste his time listening to us. It's, <laughs> it's an honor, the truest honor. It's an honor. So uh, first question from uh, Nice Guy Brady is: How did the Super Agile Bros podcast come to life? So. Episode four. Episode four, baby. Yeah, go back Moving and watch on. the episode. <laughs> but also we talked about a little bit, you know, like it was just it like very very long story short. I had pitched to Steve a long time ago that we should do a podcast together, me and him, when we were living together. That never came to fruition. Me and Kyle always are working on things. Steve and Kyle are always goofing off. And it just felt yeah. and then and then we had a Slack channel that kind of appeared overnight. Um, and has this grown, <laughs> like I'm looking at it right now. We literally have like 10 or 15 channels that we just, <laughs> it started anyway. because of smash bros all because of a joke smash 2020. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, it's just kind of like one day I was like, Hey y'all, we should do a podcast and it's like, all right, let's go for it. Let's see what happens. Episode zero was born and you know, now we're at episode 50. So, yeah, that's that's how it came to life. Um, that's how it came to be. So, our boy, nice guy Brady says, "What game gets you all nostalgic? Uh, all nostalgic the most? Where the game hits you like, man, I'm about to cry right now. No lie." Mm. And then he didn't close his uh, quotation marks. <laughs> I think that's I, about so to make it. I, I might not have closed those quotation marks. I don't know. Oh, okay. I had to manually type it in. Um, no, I'll, I'll give it to him. It's his time. <laughs> so so the, does the one quote. come to mind for y'all? So, yes. Um, I actually just mentioned it a second ago. Cause it, it's also what started the podcast. But Super Smash Bros. is the game that whenever I play it, it kind of it gets me because... Yeah, I played Smash Bros. from the very beginning. Like I played it on the Nintendo 64. And coming up, I played a lot with my dad and my brother. And so um it was it was like a it was a bonding element between us. You know, we just gather around the TV and play video games. You know, my dad would work a lot. My brother was a couple years older than me, so he'd be into things that I couldn't understand. And so that was a that was a time where it would level the playing field. And then as I got older, I'd be better than them. They'd two V one me and still lose. And it was just like, it was a great time. And then as we got older, collectively, we didn't play as much anymore. And so when we did, it was it was just, you know, we'd, we'd stay up till 2, 3 in the morning, kind of reminiscing you know, and, and just playing, just to kind of make up for lost time. But usually when I play Smash Bros, it's like the, the music, I guess, that gets me the most is because I remember, because they, they keep putting the same music in the newer games. And it's like when I hear them, they just kind of tug at me a little bit. And, uh, and so... Smash Bros. Yeah. It's got it's got a special place in my heart. You know, I I don't cry when I get nostalgic, so I didn't know how to answer this at first. Um, in terms of nostalgia, I'll say basically any GameCube game, especially one that has not recently been re-released uh, on the Switch. Um, mm. So like Wind Waker. Uh, what else did I used to play? Extreme G Three Racing. Probably would make me nostalgic. Mm. Um, Did you play the Metroid Animal Crossing Prime. on there? Huh? Did you play the Animal Crossing on the GameCube? No, I did not. Oh, great game. Great game. No, I avoided those. Um, <laughs> you avoided them. But 
I was based on your answer. You just reminded me. Actually, I hate to, I hate to admit this, but in Smash Bros. Brawl, in the subspace emissary, there's like a halfway decent story, and there's a few scenes that legit make me like feel emotional. Oh yeah. Um, I think the scene where like Samus saves Pikachu, maybe not that. I don't know. I remember that. It's a very graphic scene uh, for me. Um, I th- okay, the scene where. Uh, the ancient minister is exposed as Rob and he's trying to save the other Robs that have been like controlled and are being forced to like explode these subspace bombs. Yeah. And all of the other characters are trying to help Rob release the other miniature Robs Mm. and they can't. Yeah. And the Robs are looking at each other and silently communicating. And I'm like, dang, (laughs) why is it like that? (laughs) Gut wrenching. I heard, I heard Steve's voice crack there a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It just always cracks. Yeah, I'm a cracker. Um, But yeah, that answers to to the answers the question in two different ways. You know, uh, I would say that there's probably more as I thought about this and think about this now. More and more games actually pop up. I'll just name them really quickly. So the first. Is Dynasty Warriors three? Um, mm. I'm actually gonna write a blog about this because I think Dynasty oh, Dynasty Warriors three like took me out of a depression, like genuinely. Um, hey. I, I was in a very negative place in my life when it got introduced to me, and for some reason, it was what I needed. <laughs> that summer with Dynasty Warriors three is one of the most emotionally like. The music, the smell, the the feelings are very. It's su- such. It really, in many ways, like had a super positive impact on my life. Um, so, Dynasty Warriors three, Final Fantasy seven, I've talked about has moments in it that hit me really hard. Um, Barrett, when after uh, the uh, his his house his where he lived collapses. Um, the death of Eris, like stuff like that. Um, mm. There's some moments actually in Halo, uh, Halo two and three, when Master Chief mm. is really being Master Chief and they're playing his music. Da, 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 oh da, yeah, da, like yeah, you're right. Gives me of course, goosebumps, Halo, you're right. and I feel it. Like I can see those moments still. Like uh, mm-hmm. Halo for a very long time was definitely top games. Like you know, uh, one, two, three. Like particularly two and three, really. Um, like, I really feel like ha- have had an impact. And probably the game that weirdly, um, it's not really the game kind of, sort of, but it's what the game represents to me is actually uh, Zelda Twilight, uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Um, mm-hmm. The trailer for Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, I have probably watched a hundred times, maybe more, Ooh. maybe more really? in my lifetime. Because... I think I shared this with you before. I I got the uh, Legend of Zelda uh, uh, Wind Waker. I had Wind Waker 2. I reserved the game before I had a title. (laughs) And I had a receipt for it from GameStop. I just knew I wanted the next game. I didn't know what it was going to be. I remember when they dropped the trailer on IGN for um, Twilight Princess. And it was one of the most incredible experiences. I remember having my headphones on, sitting in the living room, my family's behind me, and I felt like I went to another world mm. watching that trailer. I watched it recently, like a few weeks ago, and I was like, wow, this is so bad. 
<laughs> but but like then it was everything. So when I see that trailer, it's it I get a little emotional because I don't know why. It's just something about the adventure that was coming, the characters. I love the game Twilight Princess, but yeah, that one gets me. The the gravitas of the trailer was just so it intense. intense, and just how it, it started. It made me think it. That was my second Zelda game, and that was like I was like, man, I guess they're just all bangers all the time. <laughs> And then the came out with Skyward Sword. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it just, it, I just remember the trailer starts. It goes, da da dun. Like, it hits with this, like, and then it goes, ding, 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 ding. And it just immediately, I felt something in that first moment. I was like, what's happening? You know? Um, yeah. And it was so mysterious. So, yeah. That, that gets me. That gets me every time. Um, so, the next question is actually somewhat related to the trailer. So... We'll kind of yeah. do them together. Um, let's actually talk about the trailer. So the trailer uh, that Brady shared with us is actually a trailer trailer for Ace Combat 7, um, Skies Unknown. And um, the question that Brady asked was, have you ever played any of the Ace Combat games? If yes, impressions, thoughts. If no, play them. And then he tells us which ones, 4, 5, 0, and 7. Um so I guess they also have a zeroth game, like we have a zeroth episode. Hey man, you know, we we know. didn't even know. We're we're just following greats, the greats. Yeah. With the he greats. also put a heart that's in the formula, there. baby. <laughs> we can't ignore we can't ignore the heart. The heart. That's a very important question. So yeah, I assumed that was less than three. So that's one, two, four, zero, seven. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess just straight out, have any of you guys played the Ace Combat games? Never. Never? No. Barely heard of them. So, okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say, I, I will say that this trailer has me interested, though. It, I mean, mm. it looks cool. Yeah, so I was going to ask, so what did the trailer, how did y'all feel about the trailer and, like, what did you think the game? <laughs> <laughs> the trailer was so surprising because it felt like a modern, like, dogfight airplane game mm-hmm. with the story of final like of uh of fire emblem Mm -hmm. Mm. like it felt extremely japanese but also extremely american (laughs) at the same time it it wasn't epic yeah it's it's almost like a kojima kind of experience i could see that yeah yeah some somebody once said it's like the anime of dog fighting like it's it has these deep like it, it, it reminds, it makes me think of uh, what's the the anime with Lelouch in it? Um, uh, Lelouch. Oh, uh, you're thinking of Code Geass. Code Geass. Yeah. Like, like this this epic like like storyline with all these characters to have like deep conversations sometimes, and like like there's these yeah. you know intertwined storylines, and, and <laughs> yeah, this is joke that like. That like Ace Combat has the most complex and serious story for like the most like like you said American game of just like dog fighting. It's like Kazuhiko, what is the meaning of life? Why do we fly these jets? Where are we going? <laughs> yeah. What's the meaning of war and conflict? I mean, I'm, the trailer says something about like what path will you take when you look in Harling's mirror? <laughs> And I'm like, what is hard? Is that like a Greek philosophy? Like, what is going on? 
who is it that? Just, like I said, it feels very Kojima, which I guess is just my weak mind's way of saying it's very Japanese. <laughs> it's very clearly, Kojima. Yeah. Clearly there are others like him. <laughs> and these cutscenes that are so epic looking and like... Yeah. There's, there's a giant fighter jet with missiles and stuff. And I guess smaller fighter jets that at some point creates like a force field around <laughs> yeah. it to catch missiles. And I'm like, what? Yeah, some of it's legitimately ridiculous. And I want to know more. <laughs> It, it it really feels like a Capcom game to me. Like it's just Yeah <laughs> You know, just unnecessary, just like it takes it's like ser- it takes itself so serious, but also like there's no way that you could take it serious. You know? <laughs> yeah. Also it it if it's not clear to anybody here, the graphics are pretty maybe, good. Yeah, like, like it looks good. It's definitely stylized, maybe maybe last five or ten years technology in like the the human models but look at like it looks like a slightly older final fantasy game mm-hmm. it's a very good look but game. like the graphics overall are very good they're not this is not like fi- uh star fox you know shooters or uh dog fighting yeah so I w- there's a little bit of dissonance in the content and the visuals <laughs> yes <laughs> that's thank you that's what i was trying to get across it looks weird for what it is Extremely weird. Yeah, it, it definitely looks like uh, Metal Gear uh, Phantom Pain, like that level of graphics, like yeah. very yeah. well done. Very like that. It has that same like filter, like lots of cutscenes. Yeah, and, like the characters look kind of smooth but gruff, and uh, it's generous, generous dirt on their faces. <laughs> like that clearly was baked <laughs> on. <laughs> it was a meaty trailer. Like I didn't expect. Yeah. It. To get it's that a pretty good trailer. Yeah. I'm actually really impressed. I'm gonna have to watch it again. Actually, <laughs> I just watched it again. I just let it play. Hey, like <laughs> I have played an Ace Combat game, but when I played it, I'm pretty sure I played it at Rob's house, who we know. Shout out to Rob. Um, hey. And when I played it, I don't think we were really paying attention to the story. But man, the dog fighting is so intense, yo. Like I just remember having like a one-on-one fight with this jet. For like 15 minutes straight. <laughs> like, and you're just wheeling and like turning and like crazy. Like, it's, it's so intense. And then you have these missions like in it, like, oh, you need to do this or you need to do that. And there's also like fighting happening around you. It's so, it felt so intense and fun. It's just, I actually, like, I'm surprised that I've never played the game outside of that. Um, cause I had so much so fun. was the, was the combat when you were controlling it? Do you remember if it was pretty arcadey or like how how did it feel? Did you feel like you were a fighter pilot? Like it felt, it, it definitely felt arcadey in the sense that like it wasn't a simulator, you know. Mm, okay. But like if I were to put it on a scale, I'd put it between like Star Fox Assault or what? Uh, What's it called? Assault, right? Star Fox Assault and like Microsoft Flight Simulator. Where it's, so it's like right in the middle, like it feels kind of real ish. Is it like flying a plane in GTA? Mm, not as bad. <laughs> like it doesn't feel that unwieldy, but it definitely feels like you. Like I can see, it's like one of those. It's like the Nintendo formula, like easy to like get going or whatever, but like hard to master. You know, at least okay. that's how I recall it. I mean, this was a long time ago, but um. It felt good. Like, it felt arcadey, but not... Yeah. Not over the top. Yeah. yeah. You know? 
Um, you were like pressing a button to do a quick barrel roll or something. Yeah. Once again, it's a long time ago when I played it, so it's just me recalling deep <laughs> memories in the recess of my mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would play. It. You know, you got me. You got my interest peaked, Sir Brady. Uh, Sir Nice Guy Brady. Um, Same. Yeah. You know, it, it seems like none of us really played it, but <laughs> it definitely feels like an anime, an intense anime. Uh, yeah. With very dog fighting. Fire, Fire Emblem, you know, Final Fantasy, Phantom Pain, all those stories mixed together. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> I In think the reason why I haven't played it is because I had assumptions about it. Like, if you just look, I guess, at the marketing material, it just shows off the really pretty graphics. I'm like, oh, okay, well, because I've played Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I don't really want to try to shoot at something while flying one of these slow planes. But mm-hmm. that's not the game. And so it's 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 a uh, a positive surprise. Pleasant surprise. Cuz and I've also played like cuz I like simulation games, but I don't really feel like playing them as of late. Like I played like Farming Simulator and Truck Simulator and Zoo Tycoon and all that stuff. So I like simulation games, but part of the reason why I avoid this one is cuz I thought it was a simulation. Yeah, it definitely looks like Forza of the Skies. Yeah. You know? Um or Gran Turismo with a jet. But I think similarly to Forza, Forza does have an ability of making it feel a little arcadey at times. But I can't mm. once again, this is a long time ago, so I don't wanna speak too well. Sir Brady Evil. I'm into it. I would be willing to play it. <clears throat> especially if you guys play yeah, it. Yeah, I'd be down. Um I mean Ooh, I, we gotta see if it has multiplayer now. Yeah, I have no clue. Oh, I don't know about that. I want to experience the story on my own terms. <laughs> on my you own then. terms. He's like, on my own terms. I'm going to try to yeah, join your this, lobby. This is a meaty story. I was looking into Kazumi. He goes, mirror. And I'm <laughs> determined <laughs> that I want to experience this on my own terms. <laughs> no, senpai. Um, Kiesha <laughs> comes in. I quickly pause it and go to something else. Take your aviators <laughs> off. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want, woman? So I mean, I, I don't know. This sounds like a a game that might actually find its way on the docket for an episode if 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 we can figure it out. But yeah, I'm actually interested, genuinely interested. So good stuff, good stuff. All right, so let's let's get to our I guess our final set of questions and trailers. You know what, Steve? I will let you introduce yeah. the next person. Sounds great. So you remember when I was talking about this Nimrod <laughs> who was who complaining about how Marvel uh, Marvel comics aren't as good. They're just not well written. <laughs> you remember that Call story? Him, him this is that guy. This is him. <laughs> it is he. This name is this man's name is Finn. He put his last name, but I'm gonna not put it. Not <laughs> I want to give him some you know, semblance of anonymity. <laughs> but, I mean, how many people do you know named Finn? Uh, his name's Finn. And uh, his question is, what gives you the right? <laughs> Let me tell you what gives me the right. Okay. <laughs> Great question. I'm just better than you. <laughs> you have poor taste. You try to convince me that Episode Eight was a good Star Wars movie? Come on, guy. Uh no, in all seriousness, nothing gives me the right. I'm just talking out of the side of my head. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I think that question is the heart of our podcast. 
What gives? I think the question was specifically you? designed to make me upset. <laughs> but when you know I read what? it personally, when I read it, I thought it was an Office reference. <laughs> he knows I haven't seen The Office. Oh, so I guess it what was... gives me the right, indeed, if I haven't seen The Office? Maybe that's maybe that's what he really wants me to <laughs> take away from to get this. You what to... gives you the right? What gives you the right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, we don't even know, son. We're just out here talking. Honestly, these are conversations we have not on the microphone, you know? Yeah. Like, true. yes, it's much more structured and we try to stick barely. to a timeline, <laughs> barely, um, and ask more provocative. Well, actually, I feel like our conversations off of the podcast are a bit more provocative <laughs> than what <laughs> they're we kind talk- of They're more unhinged. <laughs> much more unhinged. And <laughs> we're also aware that we're likely not to, like... Like, I think we're slowly growing into the idea of saying the realest thing we can think of. Like, I personally still have the fear that I'll say something that'll be misconstrued. Uh, yeah, me too. You know, like, sure. like, you have to get to know me. So, y'all are getting to know us over the course of 50 episodes. So, by the time we get to 100 and we start talking more recklessly and freewheeling and having more jokes that... <laughs> Uh, are, are of a broader spectrum, um, you'll understand where it comes from, right? The restraints are Bro, coming off. By the off. time we get to 100 episodes, one of us is going to have kids probably. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. That's like two years away. You know, I I, I actually was going to mention that in the 1-5, like how will, if, if any of us or all of us have kids, how will that impact it? But I was like, you know what? Like if this is still protected time, we might still be able to, you know, hey, babe, can you watch little one for a little bit? I don't know, man. You might hear a lot of squalling behind me. Worth it. And I'm just you're just going to have to live just with squirming. it. squirming? Yeah. No, not squirming. Squalling. 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 <laughs> Screaming. Squalling. Complaining. Pooping. We'll, we'll find a way. You will hear the pooping. I mean, he's going to get a Tamagotchi. I think, I think, I think what Steve <laughs> is saying is that when he works from home, he just does not, his, his child will be in the background just crying just <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm sorry. This is just what it is, you know. This, I'm a kid now, you know. Father. I just look the kid in the eye, and I'm like, stop it, <laughs> hold it in. That's what good fathers do, right? Yes, uh, hold that poop in. There's, there's no manual, <laughs> but I got this belt. Um, <laughs> I know this is an oh aside, God. but I just got a notification from my email. Frontier Airlines is telling me they have a four-hour flash sale. Nice. Which is horrifying. Wait. I can't imagine them being any cheap, bro. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I have been a, a recipient of that flash sale. I've bought. Are they going to strike? Are they going to strap me down on the outside of the fuse? <laughs> what do you think is the cheapest <laughs> ticket I've ever bought on Frontier? What do y'all think? Uh, you sit in the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> in the bathroom, <laughs> people just have to pee. In they still have to use that's it. A pie, that's a pee around you. In between you. my legs. Like, eh. <laughs> uh, How much did you say? $25. What about you, Kyle? What do you think? Uh, we, we were guessing how cheap you paid? Yeah, cheapest ticket yeah. ever. Cheapest ticket he's bought. Ooh, $13.50. Golly, <laughs> what is this, Greyhound? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, y'all go it's for Frontier, it. baby. I would say Steve was the closest. It was $20 uh, one way. No, $15. Actually, y'all are pretty close. Fifteen. So, or hey, 20. I was closest without it's going Kyle. over. Kyle's yeah, I guess Kyle. Fifteen or twenty, one way, one way. Um, 
uh, to Bro, that is a bus ticket, like legitimately. Yeah. So I've I've gotten really cheap tickets. It's all about destination, timing, catching it, um, and where you're coming from. So uh, I'm actually flying to New Orleans this weekend. I think it's sixty dollars. I forget if it's round way round or <laughs> might be round trip. Around. Thirty thirty. Let's go, baby. You know, mega bus hey, costs yo. more than that. <laughs> Bro, I should have just taken Megabus though. It's not that thing. I'll get there safer. <laughs> You'll get <Maybe>. there. <laughs> How many pieces? Um <laughs> Yeah, so uh so that's what gives us the right. That's it. You, everything we just said is What gives you the right, Kyle? Everything he, we just said. Okay. We have full liberty because of all that was recently disclosed. Yeah. America. Very well. Speaking of America. Speaking of America, let's talk about the trailer he shared with us, which is Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, yeah, what gives you the right <laughs> to share this trash <laughs> with us? Um the trailer for <laughs> Puffy Amiyumi, which used to hi, be hi, Puffy. Puffy Amiyumi that used to be on Cartoon Network. Which honestly, I'm gonna be super real with y'all. This is one of those shows that like you like I remember but like, yeah. if somebody came up to me and said, and I said to them, "Oh, you remember P- P- uh, Hi Hi Puffy Amiyumi?" They said, "Bro, that never existed." I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'd be like, you know what? I might have honestly made that up." <laughs> like, yeah, you'd be convinced. Yeah, I'd be easily convinced. Like, okay, yeah, maybe I'm thinking of other things and combining, I don't know, random shows I've seen in Japan or something. Yeah, this show existed. Um. Yeah, Actually, I, remember I don't remember I, it. I, I remember, remember the trailer. Show. I think this was this was my pre-cable days, so I didn't have much access to Cartoon Network. But I remember watch seeing trailers for it and being like, "This looks lame." Is it? A, it's not a cartoon. It's about two real women. Right? How fun can it be? <laughs> cartoon <laughs> intro. There was like cartoon segments, but it was a very misleading type of show. Like you, the intro was yeah. a whole lot more fun. In the actual show, if I remember correctly, I would still watch it because it was on TV. The music was pretty good. <laughs> the music was actually pretty good. I remember that. Was it good? Yeah, they were like yeah. a legitimate band. Like they were solidly, yeah, they were real like, solidly good. Oh, okay. I got introduced to their music um, because they had a song in the Teen Titans anime. If you want to call it an anime. Oh, uh, in- wait, the original Teen Titans or the Goofy Teen Titans? The original. The, the original. You know, and it's funny because I was actually going to say that whenever I think of them, I just immediately think of that of uh, Teen Titans, not yeah. them, like, for whatever reason. Um, I got to find that song. It was at least one song. So it's the Mad Mod episode, like Revolution or something like that. But yeah, it's like a, it plays their entire song while they're chasing him through this weird multidimensional labyrinth or something. It... It's all, it's wild, and it's occupying space rent-free in my brain. No, they made the title. Didn't Didn't they make the title theme music? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, totally da, missed that. Da, 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 da. You're right. Yeah, that's them too. I think that's them. Really? That, oh, wow. That makes more sense than... No wonder they had a show on Cartoon Network. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Like, I think they were... Good for I'm them. pretty sure that's them. I might be wrong. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. And that, it has to be them. Yeah, I mean, to be dead honest, I can't remember nothing about that show, son. Like, I know I've seen it. <laughs> I honestly half wonder if Finn sent this to us again just to, just to troll you. <laughs> it's working. It's working. It is. Like, um, He's two for two. 
I don't even know. Like, did it have a real season? I don't. I, it's, I, it's, <laughs> like, was this one of those shows that just existed between other shows? Oh, a like bumper commercials? show. <sighs> I think it was an actual show, but I, I, I'm actually looking yeah. right now on YouTube to see if I can find an episode. <laughs> and I'm just really. There are no results for your search. I'm very confused. <laughs> like, where did like, you even find this trailer to send to? <laughs> I mean, it is called "Hi Hi Puffy on the Yumi" trailer. He, he uploaded it he himself. He uploaded. He probably googled he, something. He probably uploaded. It. <laughs> <laughs> I assume he googled like weird anime girl trailer on Cartoon Network. Mm. In the night. <laughs> well played, Finn. Yeah, looking at the episodes, it looks like there were actually cartoon episodes that just started with a live intro with Puffy Yami Yumi. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so it was the opposite. And it's the I guess the premise is that oh. it's the two girls move to the U.S. to play in. Or something. Yeah, I remember the weird, like there's a character I, with a scraggly beard. Like I'm just skipping what? through the episodes. Like I recall some of this. It all feels like a dream. Like this all feels surreal. <laughs> wow. Well, I thought they had more than one season, right? I don't know, man. There's like, no way. It feels like one of those things that just went quietly into the dark. Like it just slowly like they didn't even like announce that it was gone it just yeah that never happened it was in their contract somewhere <laughs> they had to give them a show <laughs> don't worry about six that. episodes that's it don't, don't worry about that don't worry about that. <laughs> that it seems like everyone in the comments has nothing but love for it so that's pretty cool yeah they were a great band they were good their music was good. this person says i was one when it first aired good lord <laughs> you remember Oopsie. that <laughs> it was the first thing just, I saw. That's a core memory. Mommy, for yeah, core memory. Um, when puff. there's trouble, you. <laughs> um. Well, it was made in Flash. <laughs> that makes sense. Someone, said it, someone claims it was that's, made. In I Flash don't know if that's comments. disrespectful or like. No, it's probably true. Like mean, all those, it's probably it true. Might, all those shows were made. It in might Flash. be true, but for some reason, I just keep thinking of like. <laughs> It's because there's so much trash. It's it like act- saying, it's like saying your game was made in Unity. Yes, yes. It was. It was. It was originally published on Newgrounds.com. Like that's <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like. Albino black sheep. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, all right, bro. Man, Flash is taking over though. It's called Adobe Animate now. It's not even Flash anymore. Flash is gone. Yeah, they've yeah. completely. Flash is dead. Long live Flash. Oh man, sorry, um, Finn. Thank you for bringing me back to a a memory that was just locked. Just you know, like your brain throws away things that aren't meaningful or helpful to you in your life. It pretends mm-hmm. to throw them away, and then you remember they're still there. It's like at times like this. They're like, oh yeah, actually, I, we. You know, it's like um, in uh, like in different types of memory, like. <laughs> Like, oh yeah it just it's like frozen in like long-term memory <laughs> in a way that can't be accessed unless you do deep like a deep, deep. <laughs> you have to unarchive it that's what it feels like it's archived yes you, you have to go the total recall <laughs> route oh man deep in there so yeah thanks for nothing thanks for, nothing. <laughs> thanks for being a fan what what gives you the right to listen <laughs> to our podcast you know finn finn Actually, just made a little review. He, it wasn't a real review. He just posted on Facebook about how he liked the new. I think it was the Lord of the Rings show. There's two new shows that came out recently, 
And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can trust you. And he's like, no, I'm not being sarcastic. I really like it. Mm. I was like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> now, now I'm concerned. That's what you said. Nah. Like, ah, <laughs> it was not my now concern. Now I might not like this show. <laughs> Hilarious. But hey, he likes us. So, you know, he has so good his taste. taste is hey. obviously flawed. His taste is obviously yeah. flawed. He <laughs> has bad taste in friends. Well, check this out. Thank you, everybody, for listening everybody. to 50 plus one episodes of the super agile bros like that question of did did you ever imagine getting to the 50th episode five to you know years ago or something no absolutely not um we didn't have a plan we just were going you know i i think there's probably even moments in our heads where we're probably like yeah i don't know like i, I somewhere in the middle where it was just like ah are we gonna keep doing this and mm-hmm. um you know, yeah. on, on top of the 50 episodes, that's nearly like 100 hours of recording, too. Yes. Wait, that's definitely more, more than, than 100 hours, I think. Definitely more than 100, right? Like, we have two-hour episodes. Well, it's, it's 51 episodes, so. They're not, they're not all two hours, though. Uh, a lot of them are pretty long, you know? Yeah. All right, let's 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 say it's 75. Let's say it's 80 hours. I don't know. We could to probably, be, I don't to know be conservative. That's why I probably see it on SoundCloud if we look. Maybe total hours. Um, but you guys and your numbers, numbers, math. Um, but really those, you know, number one, thank you to everybody who's been listening for our new fans who were, maybe this is their first episode listening. Um, we really appreciate you listening. Like this is kind of overflow of who we are. This is a true friendship. Like there's nothing, we're not like, friendship. we don't have a script. We're not, we just yeah. throw some stuff at the wall and we see what happens. So everything you're seeing is basically the nature of our relationship with each other. The, a little less reckless, but we're getting there. Um, so we appreciate y'all like just listening into our friendship, listening to the Super Agile Bros. Um, thank you for for listening from the beginning. If you're if you've been there from day zero, literally episode zero, thank you so much. You are OG. We don't have swag. We don't have anything cool, but know that you have our hearts and that we appreciate um, everything you've done. You know, please, if you haven't, please continue to share Super Agile Bros with your friends, people who you think will actually like get something out of it. You know, we're not here to make money. We're not here to have fans. We're here to just create community and have some great conversations. Um, oh, for those who are our fans, if there's something you could do that would actually help us, like review our show, like either on Apple Podcasts or Facebook. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because I feel that that helps people know if this is the right show for them. So um, definitely not going to spam you to do it. Just going to ask politely, hey, go on Facebook and leave a review for our podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. Or go on Apple Podcasts if you listen there and leave a review. Uh, Maybe the other platforms have that ability, but those are the only two I know. (laughs) You can on this. For YouTube, we're not not like a thing on YouTube. So the most you can do is subscribe and like watch or like or stuff like that. Subscribe, leave a comment. Comment. And what did you say, Kyle? So you can uh, review on SoundCloud too. I think you said Spotify? Yes, Spotify. I said Apple Podcasts and uh, Facebook, but oh. wherever you listen and one place you don't listen, <laughs> review us there. Yes. <laughs> um, and you'll get entered into a raffle to receive absolutely nothing. So thank you. You'll get the first mint of super agile boys. <laughs> you'll get the first. <laughs> oh, no. Guaranteed to go down in value. Guaranteed. That's Guaranteed. Right. Super agile. Um, in NFTs. NFTs. Coming, coming soon. Coming soon. Coming. You know what? You'll We'll mint. One of our, our our title cards for our YouTube episodes, and give it to you. 
you know, we'll give you a. <laughs> you let us. We do you, have to do. We have to. We have to find some way to like make more use of those thumbnails <laughs> because Kyle makes they're, them so, and they're good. so good, man. They're and they're so underutilized on YouTube. Honestly, the title yes. cards are better than our episodes. So I know false. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, you know what we could do? We could put a gallery maybe up in the in our Discord and maybe on our Facebook if we, or something. If we had a website, we could just post them on the website. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll no context. Out. We know that's something y'all are clamoring for, so we're definitely going to do it. We're going to invest a lot of time in that instead of making better episodes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> priorities. Priorities. So, um, but really, you know, uh, so thank you for listening. Of course, thank you to the brother Kyle. Thank you for being on the ride for 50 plus one episodes. Thank you, Always sir. a pleasure. Glad it's been 50 years that we've had. I'm looking forward to another 50 years of podcasts. Let's go, baby. Gosh, I feel old. Let's go, baby. And of course, Brother Steve, thank you for being a part of this journey. 50 plus one. Thank you, sir. Just don't call me late for dinner. Mm. And with that, this will be our final episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, you I'm ruined sorry. everything. You ruined it. Ben <laughs> was right. Our streak. Um, We're gonna delete all our episodes. Right? <laughs> give you the right. And, and of course, I'm just thankful to be here. Thank you to all the fans. Of course, if you don't know where to listen to us, we're everywhere. We're on YouTube. We're on. I mean, I guess we're not <laughs> technically everywhere. on Facebook, but we're on Facebook. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spot. I already said Spotify. Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. Listen we're to behind us. you. We Wrong are there. Radio. Super Agile Bros. You'll find us. So um, thank you to our Super Agile family. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. To 50 more episodes and many more to come. Y'all take it easy. Until next time. Peace.